Mommy, can I ask you a question? Um, go ask your dad. Welcome back, everybody, to Ask Your Dad. Chronologically, I am Nick number one and dad number two. <laughs> and I am Nick number A <laughs> and dad number one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are your hosts. Um, hasn't been that long since our last episode, thankfully, but we're back. We're back. Happy belated Father's Day to everybody. We were really hoping we could push out a Father's Day episode, but the timeline just didn't add up. Uh, so you had a Facebook post instead. I hope you guys enjoyed the Facebook posts. Yeah. And Father's Day. And, well, yeah. And Father's <laughs> Day. <laughs> and actually, I really wanted to talk about Father's Day as part of our episode. Um, because I noticed on Father's Day, because I'm terminally online, uh, I just saw a lot of people not happy with it. I saw a lot of people getting upset. A lot of people complaining. A lot of people saying that they don't feel appreciated and they felt let down. And uh, I think that's something I really wanted to address today, because I feel like, I feel like that's probably a, a widespread feeling. I feel yeah. like that might be something that um, a lot of dads can maybe commiserate with. But I wanted to talk about it because I feel like, um, I feel like you don't have to feel that way. I feel like there's probably some easy solutions to that. Yeah, probably so. And I wanted to say before I start that this this argument that I'm going to make takes in good faith that you have a partner that uh, genuinely loves and cares about you and will support you. If you don't have that, then father's day isn't your problem. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the general, the general issue or the general consensus is that, um, men feel like they do so much for mother's day and then father's day comes around a month later and they feel basically ignored was the sentiment I was reading. Um, ignored, left out, um, kind of pushed aside felt like uh, a lot of people were saying it was kind of like expected for that to happen and it was kind of almost in a way of just like they they know it as their fatherly duty to you know work so hard to support the family and then not get anything returned like it's a thankless job and I feel like that's just a totally totally like a wrong kind of mindset to have about fatherhood to begin with Oh, for sure. Um, I feel like that's an old school holdover to like this classic stoic manliness that were, or at least you and I probably were brought up in and even worse before, I'm sure. But I feel like the biggest issue that I saw with a lot of these posts or a lot of these people that were upset about it is just communicating. Absolutely. Um, I you feel like, I feel like as men, we, we weren't really taught what care for ourselves was or advocating for ourselves was as far as like our emotional needs. And so when Father's Day comes up and you don't you don't get the thing that you've built up in your head and you feel disappointed, um, I feel like a big problem with that is a lot of people aren't communicating their needs. And a lot of people aren't telling their partner like, hey, for Father's Day, this is what I'm envisioning. This is what I would like to happen. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing, setting that expectation. Um, you know, you want to... This is the thing I have a problem with is I like drop little hints mm -hmm. instead of just saying what I want. Yeah. And I feel like that's probably very, I'm, I'm very much uh, the same way. And I feel like a lot of, a lot of the guys I see making these posts are probably a lot the same way as well. It's just, we're not communicating our needs or, and, and I kind of understand the different arguments and stuff. And like everybody knows mother's day became this giant hallmark florist, like conglomerate holiday where like, <laughs> 
the like their part of their argument is not wrong like you will see advertisements and stuff from mother's day get her this get her this you got to do this make this happen do it for the mom and diamonds Diamonds and flowers and there's huge like millions of dollars in marketing that gets spent on mother's day and you don't see that for father's day um and i don't i don't know the history of the holidays or why that is but you know that's all marketing that's all money making schemes and you shouldn't let that either one of those situations affect so much of your relationship with your partner. Um, I was thinking about it earlier and I was thinking, you know, one day on the calendar shouldn't cause so much like stress and resentment between you and your partner. That's a good way to look at it too. It's just a day on the calendar. It's, it's two Sundays out of the year, one for her and one for you. And they should be about little things. They shouldn't be these big, huge ordeals. Shouldn't be like a birthday party or stuff like that. Um, I don't even like going out for those days, to be quite honest with you. Uh, my wife asked me if I wanted to go to a restaurant. I was like, no, let's please order in because I don't want to be around the crowds and I don't want to wait forever to eat. And like, I don't want the day to turn into a hassle. You know oh. what I mean? I always make the joke. I'm like, every day is Father's Day. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dad every day. Uh, and I saw, uh, I actually saw that response a lot into people that were making these kind of um, complaints about their Father's Day and like, you know, you're a dad every day, you know, this one day isn't any different. It's just called father's day. Um, but I guess overall, my point is that you got to communicate those expectations with your partner. And, um, if your partner's asking you like, what do you want to do? You have to be open and honest about it. You can't just like we do, like we said, we do, we got to get out of that habit of just like dropping little hints and stuff. I think, I think the general point I'm trying to make is, uh, one, Um, you got to stop putting all this pressure on one day of the year. And that goes for mother's day too. I think the pressure needs to be off the guys for that as well. Um, like if spending money on your significant other is how you choose to display your love, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, but communicate with each other and figure out what each other's expectations for those days are. My wife, for instance, has declared next mother's day. All she wants is to be left alone. Um, which I feel is a very father father's day kind of request. <laughs> um, but this mother's day, we ended up spending, uh, pretty much all of it or at least the whole weekend, um, doing things with other moms in our life, uh, which wasn't bad. And we did have a good time and we do love them. But then by the end of the mother's day, like time, uh, for that, for that weekend and that time when we went back to work and everything, like everyone was asking her like how was her mother's day and her response was basically i didn't really get one for me so her request already in the junket junket that's not a word docket docket i don't know what jun word i was trying to add in with docket already in the docket uh is that she just wants to do nothing and vibe and just do whatever she wants to do so that's what we're doing next mother's day anybody listening to this in our lives that is someone we would spend time with on mother's day we have to spend time with you a different day around mother's day. Cause we're not going to go anywhere or do anything. Plus, uh, <laughs> every day is also mother's day. That is true. She's a mother every day. <laughs> um, sorry. I do tangents all the time as you guys know, but you know, take the pressure off, communicate with each other and find out what you actually want for those days and then try to facilitate it for each other. And, uh, I feel like a lot of this, the sentiment where father's day isn't reciprocated. Um, I feel like a lot of those sentiments will disappear a little bit if you take the pressure off of the one day. No, that's kind of my two cents on it. I mean, I agree with everything you said. It's all about the communication on the day. Now that we've generally addressed <laughs> Father's Day, uh, how was your Father's Day? I enjoyed mine, actually. Um, maybe my parents came over and hung out for a little bit. So uh, there's a lot of... So my parents come over pretty much every Sunday as a holdover from the school year because that's when my wife and I will be able to go do all of our lesson plans. Basically, my parents come over every Sunday and babysit us for us for a couple hours um, so we can do that and usually also hit the grocery store for the week. So that helps us out a ton. But now that we're in summer, we don't have to go anywhere or do anything and they still come over, which is awesome. Uh, so for Father's Day, my parents came over and hung out and played with the kids and we're all together. Um, we didn't do anything special. We just kind of hung out and played with the kids and talked and whatever. And then, uh, after, after they left, we just basically hung out at the house. Um, and this was kind of 
again, my wife was kind enough to ask me over and over again. I was like, is there anything you want to do for fathers? I want you to do kind of based off her experience. Mother's guy, I want you to do just anything that you want to do. Let's make happen, which was very thoughtful of her. Um, but I didn't really want to go anywhere or do anything. <laughs> so I was happy just to hang out with the kids. We played a bunch. I literally just like spent more time focusing on being a dad than I normally do. And that was cool enough for me. Um, Friday when I picked up the boys, well, sorry, Friday when I dropped off the boys at daycare, it was dads with uh, donuts with dads. Oh, that's right. So I, I just hung out. I'm kind of on a diet right now, so I didn't really eat any donuts, but I did hang out with them for a little bit and I got some cool uh, crafts that they had made. Um, that I have displayed up by over the front of the house over there. You can't see it because the wall right there, but I don't know why I looked over so you could see it. And <laughs> so the audience could not see it either. Yeah, they... um, but no, I just got some sweet little like crafts and I just hung out with my kids. And then uh, my big thing was like, you know, I kind of feel like I want a burger, but I don't want to go out. And I'm also kind of on a diet. So like a responsible, good person on a diet, I got steak and shake. Because <laughs> my thought was like, at least those burgers aren't very big. <laughs> so I was about to ask, did you bust out the Ninja Foodie Grill? I did not actually, surprisingly. But yeah, so I, I, we ordered in steak and shake, <laughs> so I could have a, a little burger that didn't totally bust my diet. Too bad, I guess maybe. Uh, and that was kind of it. It was just a nice, relaxing day with like no extra things to do. Normally on Sunday we're scrambling to get like laundry done and grocery shopping and lesson planning and stuff. There's a lot on our Sunday plate during the school year um but we're on summer so it's nice easy nice easy day there you go how was yours uh mine was pretty good um i got um so basically on saturday me and my cousin pressure washed the back porch nice amazing now um thank you john john appreciate (laughs) you (laughs) and then um we went to Ginza for dinner on Ooh, Saturday. Nice. We were gonna we were gonna cook chicken, like just me and my wife were gonna cook chicken for us. But um, since John John was there with his family, um, all of us went to Ginza together, and uh, that was really awesome. But and then uh, we had also got some steaks for me to grill for Father's Day dinner, because um, as you guys. I've heard many times now. Uh, <laughs> Detweiler's had steak on sale. <laughs> uh, it, this sale was specifically for Father's Day. Right. So, um, so what we did on Sunday is uh, both of my cousins came over with their families, and we cooked Saturday's food and Sunday's food and uh, Monday's food all on the grill nice. <laughs> at the same time, and. Um, we all just had a big like get together. We went fishing a little bit in the backyard. Saw a few gators. I met the neighbors who actually own my neighbor's house. Oh, <laughs> the neighbors that I met before rent rent the house gotcha. every winter, uh, and okay. then the people who are there now are the ones who actually own it. So um, that was cool. Uh, the fi- the kids maybe Adriana made me breakfast basically. Um, and then we had eggs, sausage, and biscuits, and I think that was it. Nice. It was delicious. It and sounds delicious. <laughs> Shirley made me a little card. It was really cute. And then also Logan made me a little card that was really cute. And they got me flowers. Yeah. yeah. I think that's cool. Um, I'm really weird about sometimes sharing stuff online. So, like, I didn't post any pictures of this. I also got a new Funko Pop, which was... Um, really cool um they have you know how on funko pops they have like the normal little box figures mm-hmm. but sometimes they have the big rectangle yeah and like if it's a comic book character like a comic book cover will be in the back or whatever well i got one of ace from um one piece nice and uh the it's a big rectangle one and in the back is his wanted poster oh so cool it's actually pretty cool that one's cool yeah and then um I have a little shelf in my room where I keep things that the kids made for me. So, like, um, Shirley made this, like, uh, little vase in it with a bunch of squares of, like, tissue paper glued to it. or And then it's, like, glazed over, and I don't know if they put in a kiln or what, but it's really cool. Um, so that's on the shelf. Um, Logan had, like, a little kitty cat he made mm-hmm. in art class. 
Um, that's on my little shelf. And then Adriana had made me an origami flower with an origami heart on it. Oh, cool. And that's on there too. So I, I put my flowers and my cards up there <laughs> with that stuff. I love and, that. Uh, what I was saying though is I don't post it online because sometimes I just want it just to be for me. Yeah. So it's, uh, I'm weird about, I don't know if it's like, I don't know how it got into my head to do that, but I'm like, I'm not sharing this. I think that's a much healthier way to do it is just to be in the moment and kind of, you know, just experience it to experience it and have that just for you. I'm the opposite. I'm an oversharer online. <laughs> so like, you know, as soon as I, as soon as I got the picture of me and Nixon with the little f- picture frame and picture of him that he made, um, they glued little pebbles all around the frame and the pictures of him holding up a sign. This is dad rocks. That's awesome. Um, that as soon as I got the picture from the the daycare director, I immediately posted online because I just, <laughs> I, I for me for me it's more fun to show and share the happy things that I'm experiencing, but it's perfectly healthy, probably more so, to just you know keep it as an intimate moment between you and your family and just enjoy the experience as it was. It's probably why I have a hard time remembering details because I just like vomited online and then forget about it <laughs> but um so that's um basically how my father's day went uh oh um on our little list of topics that we have mm-hmm. um one of them is like grilling and then it's like charcoal versus propane yes i had an experience that happened that you know kind of i'm not saying we should dedicate this whole episode like <laughs> We shouldn't just shift gears now and talk about grilling, but... We can. But we can. Well, yeah, it's true. I think we should. Let's do it we right are. now. <laughs> Welcome to Ask Your Dad with Nick and Nick. Today's topic will be grilling. Charcoal versus propane. Um, I ran out of propane while I was grilling. Yeah. So I had to stop for like 30 minutes so I could go to the store and exchange the tank. Um, which, if I was using charcoal, would not have happened because you can't run out of charcoal i guess halfway through cooking yeah well it depends on how much you're cooking i guess maybe but i mean your charcoal will get cold and if you're cooking a lot and you have to like restart the grill possibly i just feel like if you're halfway through cooking you planned ahead to have enough charcoal you You would think but you didn't plan ahead to have enough propane well, I thought I could make it one last time. <laughs> I knew it was getting low. I just, right. I was like, oh, we got one more in us. I mean, I, for char- charcoal, I guess it all depends on the size of your grill and what you're grilling, right? So for charcoal, for me, most of my charcoal experience is on Weber kettle grills. Um, not a lot of space, not cooking the volume that you just described that you were cooking earlier. So in those cases, you would have to add charcoal and get it hot again and stuff if you're trying to cook that much on it because the coals are just going to run out at some point. I guess that's true then. I've never cooked on charcoal myself. I've seen it done. I haven't. <laughs> uh, and propane, I'm only like, you know, three months in. So <laughs> <laughs> I will say um, I if given the choice, I will probably always pick propane because it's if you remember from me talking about the Ninja Foodie Grill, I need idiot-proof stuff. I need stuff that's much simpler to manage. Um, charcoal, like vinyl records and other throwback technologies, has a really like fun, tactile like experience where you interact with it. Um, but I'm just not good at it. I don't have that talent. I can't get the coals right. I can't line them up in the right spot. I can't you know, get the heat steady. I just, I don't have the talent for it and I just don't have the patience to learn at this point. Propane, I turn all the burners on high and then I let it heat up and then things cook on it. Um, with, with propane, you can more easily estimate how long things will take and it takes a lot of the guesswork out. For me, guesswork is the most like annoying thing about cooking. Um, Especially if you're cooking something like chicken where like you need to reach the correct temperature so you don't, you know, poison your guests yes. with salmonella. Um, or if, even if you're cooking beef, um, my normally if I'm cooking something big, my parents are over um, and my parents prefer more well done 
burgers and steaks, but my wife prefers a little more rare and I, I could do anyway. It's fine. Um, so then I'm all right. How long is this one cooked for? How long is this one cooked for? And stuff like that. And I feel like that's a way more easy to manage on propane for me. Um, cause I can just set it and then set a timer and then I know that the heat will do its job. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you can get thermometers and check, but again, that's why I like the electric grill that I have. Cause it, it does that step for me too. <laughs> I just have the thermometer in the whole time it's cooking. And then it tells me when to flip and you can make settings and stuff. Um, but as far as outdoor grilling charcoal versus propane, much prefer propane. Um, I will say one quick tip that I feel like a lot of people have kind of caught up on. Um, I had first seen it uh, when I was in college in Tallahassee. My brother-in-law was grilling. He would do charcoal and wood chips and stuff like that. And um, one of the things I suck at is starting the grill on charcoal um, and just getting the fire to spread and all that stuff. Uh, What we use and what I've used after learning it from them are these little chimney uh, oh, things. I've, I've seen those before. Yeah. Those are great. Um, so they have these metal chimneys with a hammer, a hammer, a handle. Uh, you dump all the charcoal in there, put something like a paper bag or newspaper or something, some kind of kindling or something at the bottom of it. There's like a little built-in shelf. You just slap it all in the grate. The charcoal or wood chips will stay in the chimney, heats it all up. The fire shoots out and keeps them all nice and hot. And then after X amount of time, when they're starting to turn white or however charcoal works because again i'm not good at it that's when you dump it out into the grill and let it heat up the grate um i found that works a lot easier for getting charcoal started um but again i just i have no talent for charcoal and when i try to do even doing that like the coals go cold too quickly or they don't spread out evenly or they don't heat up evenly it's just a lot of extra work and if i'm doing all the trouble to cook that much it's usually for guests and like I don't want to waste all that time and waste all the money and waste all the effort. And then the food sucks anyway. (laughs) So my goal, my goal is what comes out on the plate looks good, not necessarily the fun. And then furthermore, I have some beef with charcoal grilling. Um, and my beef is historically when I go outside to grill for people, um, I remember growing up when people are grilling, normally the party goes outside to hang out with the person doing the cooking and that's never been the case for me. Yeah. <laughs> Almost exclusively, I go out there to work on the grill, and then everyone else stays inside because it's comfortable. And I'm just like, well, this is taking longer, and it's boring. <laughs> yeah. So what's been happening with me lately when I go out and cook on the grill is uh, my son comes out with me, um, which is awesome because he's like making a huge effort to spend a lot of time with me, and I appreciate that. Cause like he could just be like playing video games sure. or something, <laughs> but he stops what he's doing to come out with me. So that's really cool. And then, uh, <laughs> so I'm sure you remember Mad Max beyond Thunderdome. Of course. There's a character in that called master blaster. Yes. It's the, uh, it's the little guy who's on the big guy's shoulders and they're like an undefeatable warrior in the Thunderdome. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know how this started, but on the grill, I have my, my chair next to the grill. And then uh, Logan was on my shoulders, just sitting on my shoulders. <laughs> so we started doing this like master blaster grill combo. <laughs> and like he'll lift up the lid on the grill for me. And like I'll have a spatula or like the tongs or whatever. And like we become like this four-handed grilling <laughs> team <laughs> and it's like we're the master blaster of cooking it's ratatouille you. <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> if he starts tugging on my hair and turning me into a great cook <laughs> i love that that actually sounds super fun yeah it's really it's silly for sure <laughs> i think it stemmed from me just being too lazy to get him off my shoulders while i needed to <laughs> check the meat <laughs> New grilling technique. First, you have to watch Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> then you will have all the training required, right? Or play Mortal Kombat X because oh. they have a they have that was it Ferator something like that. There's a there's a character where it's like a big lug and a little guy riding on the shoulders as one character. I almost I was almost thinking of also in Tekken where Jack 
the robot man mm-hmm. always has a little girl, but he doesn't fight with her on his right. shoulder or else, you know. What other nerdy things can we think? <laughs> <laughs> other examples of Master Blaster. <laughs> I think you should keep calling it the Master Blaster technique, though. Yeah. It just, it's way better. Who <laughs> Ron Grilling Town? <laughs> Master Blaster. <laughs> Uh, now I gotta go back and watch all of Mad Max's. I know Jackie hasn't seen them, so I have to <sighs> movie marathon night. It's time, just like back in the day. <laughs> what was it we did? God, that was forever ago. That was like, sorry, I am internalizing a bunch of thoughts that I'm not putting out on the recording, so <laughs> that sounded okay. confusing. I was thinking back when I said just like back in the day. I was thinking back to when uh, you, me, and Jackie, maybe Matt for a little bit, dropping in and out. I don't remember. Uh, we marathoned. All of the at the time six existing Star Wars movies back to back to back to back in chronological order, all at once. By the way, yeah, in <laughs> one in one sitting, in one sitting. <laughs> and we started late too. It was a dumb idea. Yeah, <laughs> we did it's not the start worst in the morning idea. or anything like that. We started at like mid afternoon. Yeah, it was like three in the morning. We we're still watching a movie, and there's a whole movie after it that we hadn't got to. Yet. Uh, that was fun though. I kind of derailed everything with the Master Blaster grilling technique. <laughs> Besides your Master Blaster technique, what's what's your opinion on the different grill styles? And like, what do you prefer? So, right now, I obviously I prefer propane because that's what I have. Um, I'm not really willing to learn the charcoal thing either right now because, like you said, it's a lot of knowledge that you have to like learn and trial and error and every time i fire up the grill i really hope that i'm just not gonna be ordering pizza in an hour (laughs) so i mean maybe someday i'll try it um i'm pretty sure i didn't win that smoker from detweiler so (laughs) if detweilers if you're listening you know if you haven't picked a winner yet (laughs) <laughs> I will 100% change my mind if I win that. This is the third episode in a row we've mentioned Detweiler steak sales, so we're putting a lot of legwork here for free. <laughs> if you want to reciprocate. Um, so it is, it's much easier to turn, you know, two or three knobs, hit a button, and the fire's going. Um, oh, on, on my grill, there is a AA battery, which is... Uh, I don't know how the whole mechanics of it work, but I assume somewhere near where the gas comes out, there's just two wires. And when you press a button, it sends a spark between the two wires. My AA battery died the other day too. Oh, but I had another one. So oh, okay. it was no big deal. <laughs> um, I did try to teach my son how to start the grill. Um, and I let him do it a few times with me. And then I let him do it by himself, but I was watching to like, sure. I was just grabbing the meat and meeting him out there. I was like, son, go start the grill. And I was watching him and he did everything right. And like, I saw him pressing the button and stuff. And then I went out there and I smelled propane and I was like, son, did you hear the whoosh when the, when the fire started? And he's like, I think so. And I was like, I don't think you did. <laughs> we shouldn't be smelling propane. <laughs> so uh, I had to take like a step back and I pressed the button and I made one of those big. Propane, oh, yeah. The big whooshes. Oh, that reminds me of a story. When we were living together a long time ago, um, there was one night where we went to cook outside and starting the grill up and. Uh, I think you're going to say something about the um, accelerant fluid that you put on the charcoal. Yeah. I think someone did it, and then you didn't know they did it, yes. and then you did it, yeah. and then you I couldn't it remember if, if I was... I couldn't remember what I was starting, but I knew it started bad. I was pretty sure it was charcoal when I put in lighter fluid. Uh, yeah, I think it had been soaked already. Because that's the other thing about charcoal is you put the lighter fluid on it, and then you need to let it soak in through the charcoals. Uh, otherwise, when it starts, it doesn't start good enough. So it was soaking and I didn't know that. And so I put more on and, uh, here was the stupid thing that I did though. That wasn't the stupid thing. Oh, that was, that would have just been fun. Those are just the details I can remember. (laughs) The stupid thing I did was I was starting it with a match. Oh, 
and I had my head over the grill like an idiot. <laughs> and I singed off a bunch of my hair when it flared up. <laughs> Thankfully, none of my like face hair, but I, one of my arms had no hair on it for like a month as they grew back. Um, so don't do that. Safe starting distance. Well, that reminds me of another grilling mishap. <laughs> uh, I did singe off some of my arm hair. It's all grown back now, it looks like. can't remember which arm it was. Oh, it's this arm because, see, look, they're kind of short. Oh, yeah. Um, what ha- happened was, I actually can't remember exactly what happened, but <laughs> we were cooking burgers, burgers and, like, um, I guess a lot of the grease from the burgers got on. So on this grill, it has the burners underneath mm-hmm. where the propane comes out at. And then it heats up these, there's like a space of air in between the burner and this other plate. Mm -hmm. And this plate is right underneath the grate that you actually cook the food on. And uh, what it does is it evenly distributes the heat across this plate. And then the plate has little like pinholes in it. Gotcha. So that the heat can can heat up the top. So like the... The propane fire is not directly ever touching the food. Right. It's just heating the air underneath and okay. it's rising up through. Well, I guess somehow or another, the maybe I bought the wrong hamburger meat and it was like too much fat in the meat. Mm-hmm. And then the fat caught on fire. So I had to put salt on it, which we Googled in a heartbeat. <laughs> I was like... This is obviously grease fire. Right. Don't put water on <laughs> no. it. But what do I put on it? And the answer is salt. Um, but I had picked up the I had picked up the lid and uh the rush of oxygen. You got the backdraft. Yeah, I got the backdraft. <laughs> and it singed off, you know, some of the hair on my arm. It smelled awful. Kinda reminded me of Iraq a little bit. Um, <laughs> oh god. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> uh, so we salted the we salted the fire it went right out and uh did not ruin any of the burgers so that That's was good. cool and uh now i double check the hamburger meat every time i try to yeah. make burgers that's a that's a issue with grilling i have specifically with burgers is um i guess i guess the main idea is that we're novice grillers yeah <laughs> so if you're an expert griller feel free to laugh at us for a explaining these mistakes but i'm sure there's some people out there that don't know how to grill also that will commiserate with us um but one difficulty i have when i'm specifically doing burgers is keeping those patties together and greasing up either the grate or oiling the burgers so they don't stick and stuff like that my burgers fall apart on the grill a lot um and i've learned some different techniques to try and some of them worked and some of them different didn't um this is a problem i have on propane and uh charcoal grills alike so i i took to instead of putting when i do burgers specifically on a propane grill i will get one of those um it's like a metal plate kind of what you're talking about you, know, you put over the the grill grate okay like um, a is it like a skillet type deal or? sort of yeah um though it just kind of keeps it all contained and it kind of helps because if i put any anything i put directly on a grill grate is going to stick to that grill grate because that's one of the things I'm not good at is is greasing those up and cleaning those up the right way to make sure it uh, becomes nonstick. So what my cousins have taught me about that is that you take like an onion slice or like you could cut like a quarter of an onion mm-hmm. off. I've seen that and used you, as a cleaner before. And then you rub it on the grill and that also helps it with nonstick. I've seen that done before. I think if I ever get... So the next like outdoor cooking apparatus I want is is going to be propane powered. It's going to be one of those Blackstone um, griddles. Oh, yeah. I want one of those really bad. Because I feel like it's going to eliminate most of the problems I have with grilling. <laughs> They're blowing up right now, <laughs> They too. are. Uh, uh, and smash burgers are getting super popular, and that's what I want to make on them. I want to I cook like a massive breakfast, um, which would backfire because I'd be the only one in the house that would actually eat it. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to cook a massive, like, huge breakfast on it. I want to experiment around with some hibachi stuff Uh, so i did and i want to do smash burgers i try to do hibachi on it like an electric Mm -hmm. like i guess electric pan i don't know 
It was like one of those flat top ones. Yeah, yeah my parents like have griddle, one of those. Those are really nice. Yeah, an electric I, griddle. I tried to do hibachi on that one time. It was uh, funny to watch <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I had no clue what I was doing. I was just mimicking what I'd right. seen <laughs> at the hibachi places. Sure. So you uh, slap it on there and throw some oil on. What's yeah. <laughs> I tried to build the little onion I was thing. Gonna- <laughs> I was gonna ask if you did the onion volcano. I tried. Um, <laughs> I made a huge, huge mess with the rice. Oh yeah, because like, we just did like success, like minute bag rices. Yeah, but, like we cooked them and then I just threw them on there because yep. that's what they do. Yeah, and then uh, like I tried to put an egg on there and stuff. Like um, I tried to toss something into my hat, <laughs> but I wasn't wearing a hat, so it's just like on my head. <laughs> Food was good though. Food yeah. came out good. Uh, just the process was like, ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Um, um, one of the things I cook for myself sometimes is um, I call it broke fried rice, but it's really just white guy taco <laughs> night. But for Asian food, um, is I do kind of basically what you did. I just do it on a pan instead. Um, where I'll I'll cook the rice. And then, well, I'll microwave the rice because we get like microwavable instant rice. Because again, time, (laughs) time and effort. Um, And then I'll throw that on a pan with some vegetables and I'll put in sesame oil and stuff and saute it up. And then I'll do the egg. And I always assume that the pan's hot enough that the egg will like curdle quickly or whatever you say, however you describe it when it cooks up and it's not liquid anymore. Um, But it always just ends up kind of like, mushing into the rice a little bit and it's not quite what i'm supposed to do with it so that i'll do trial by error because stovetop stuff's easy to clean up i just realized something yeah all of these mishaps could have been avoided if we just used that ninja foodie grill (laughs) (laughs) this whole this whole half of the episode it's just just an extended ad for the ninja foodie grill I mean, it's silly to say it like that, but it kind of, those are a lot of the reasons I enjoy using that indoor cooking apparatus. It's just it's less of a mess and less of a problem. And the food comes out good just about every time. And like my only complaint is even though it's the XLs, I wish I could cook more on it at one time. You can fit, fit four decent sized chicken breasts on it at one time, somewhere between two and four steaks, depending on the size and cut. Um, I can cook almost for the whole group in one go, but sometimes you can't. And then, but my dad just got one. He got one for himself the other day. So next time I want to cook a lot, I'm going to have him come over with oh, his. There you go. And then we'll double, double foodie grill. <laughs> Ninja foodie grill XXL. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm hungry. I was going to say, <laughs> maybe we should have ate before we started this episode. <laughs> Because we just went to the grocery store hungry on this one. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> At least it still fits the theme. Like, a lot of people grill on Father's Day, so I feel like it was appropriate to talk about. Oh, for sure. Half of the people on this podcast grilled for Father's Day. So <laughs> I have a question about that. Oh, yeah. So I feel like, and this again goes back to like expectations and really just what you and your partner want during Mother's Day and Father's Day. But... For Mother's Day, a lot of people like to go out or cook for their significant other. For Father's Day, a lot of people like to cook for themselves and the whole family. What do you feel about that? Um, I feel like I'll speak for my wife a little bit. I feel like she probably wouldn't want to deal with the crowd either. But I don't know if that's because she knows I don't want to deal with the crowd. Right. Or if if it's really her true feelings. But um, I honestly can't remember what we cooked for Mother's Day. But my guess, based on the trends lately, is that I grilled some <laughs> grilled some Detweiler steak that right. was on sale. <laughs> or chicken. That was around the time your oh, yeah. chicken seasoning was popping off. Yep. So the chicken uh, seasoning is going great. I added another touch to the... I'll just tell everybody what it is. Not that big a deal. <laughs> I probably already did. I don't uh, remember. Oh, anyway, uh, when I first tried it out, it was just some taco seasoning and some um, Cajun two-step seasoning from um, 
His name's Stalecracker. He's on TikTok. He's like I know exactly what you're talking about, actually. That's, that's money, dude. Yep. Or put that on a cracker. That yep. guy. Yeah. So uh, it's his seasoning and taco seasoning is what I used the first time and everybody loved it. And now I've added lemon juice and garlic to that same combo. Very nice. It's It just gets better every it's time. Uh, I don't think I'm going to add anything else to it from now on, though. I think I I got it right where we need it. Yeah. Um, one of my one of my tricks that I use when I'm cooking chicken, if I'm doing barbecue chicken, when I put the rub on, I'll also add ground cloves because it reminds me of like like sweet ham, and I feel like those flavors really pair well together, and I got a lot of positive responses on that. Nice. So think we prefer cooking at home is the answer to your question. Yeah. And... Um, it's funny because I talk about, you know, all this grilling I'm doing, but I'm just cooking the meat. I'm not doing anything right. else, like <laughs> at all. Like I'm not touching sides. Right. <laughs> I'm cooking the meat. <laughs> that's all I got time for. I think that's, so, a, uh, that's my a wife, pretty common delegation though. My, my wife always handles all the rest of this stuff and, uh. Like, even if I put onions and mushrooms and stuff, like, I start them on the grill, mm-hmm. and then I s- transition them to, like, a cookie sheet and put them in the mm-hmm. oven afterwards. So, like, anything else we eat with this meat is, like, all her, like, she's doing it all, like, the salad and, you know, whatever vegetable mm-hmm. and the potato. So, so I'm never cooking, like, the full meal, really. Right. So, last time, this just, I don't know why, this just reminded me of a story. Last time I cooked on charcoal, it was during Hurricane Ian. Mm. So after Ian had passed through, we were on like five days, I think, total with no power. And it was the last day, and the cold front that came with the storm was disappearing, so it started to get really hot and really uncomfortable. And we had a friend in Sarasota that had power and enough space for the kids to go over. So my wife took the boys over to her house for the evening, uh, and I stayed home because I was like, look, if someone has to run the generator every so often to keep the fridge cold because at the time we had tons of frozen milk because my wife is like a milk pumping superstar for both kids. So we just had a ton. We could not lose that supply. So somebody had to stay home to run the generator every so often to make sure that fridge stayed cold and, you know, just like be there in case the power came back on. So they left and I was like, all right, I got no power, got no internet Got no cell service because that was a big issue down here with cell service. With nobody being able to use Wi-Fi, everybody crowded the cell service like at the same time to go like check for storm updates and check for like repair updates and maps and stuff. And like so basically any kind of using your phone is pretty much useless the whole time. So I was bored. But we were keeping the fridges cold with the generator. So I had some frozen food and one of the frozen things that we had were um, uh, pre-made kebabs. So they were chicken, green pepper, and onion kebabs. And there was like four of them. And uh, we also had some canned vegetables. So I had a charcoal grill that my dad had given me before when he got something else. He just gave it to me. And so we had some charcoal and stuff. So I lit it up. I started it. Uh, It was actually going pretty good. Had a couple beers in the fridge. So I just sat in my garage with the garage door up, uh, throwing back a couple beers and cooking on the charcoal grill. I cooked the kebabs. Um, and then to heat up the vegetables, I just put the entire metal can on the grill. Nice. (laughs) The grill was starting to cool off by then, unfortunately. Uh, so the vegetables didn't get all the way heated up, but it was a really good, nice little grilling and meal for just myself because nobody else was there. Uh, and then as soon as I finished, I set the, the, the grill outside to cool off and I came back inside and about 10 minutes later, the power came back on. Oh, nice. And then by then, they were already in Sarasota for the night. And so I just cranked up music and updated everybody that I was okay and everything was cool and we were fine. And I just like, I just had a little party with myself. <laughs> when you talked about putting that can just right on the grill, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I thought of the Goofy movie where, <laughs> where Goofy takes the cigarette lighter and sets it on the dash yeah and he's like huh it's good for something and then he just sets the can right on the cigarette lighter and heats up max's spaghettios or whatever they were i think i think my inspiration was like the old dennis the menace movie when the bad guy hobo 
kidnaps Dennis the Menace and they're cooking beans. Oh, I feel yeah. like I remember at some point the can of beans was just on the kettle. No, no, I was like, it's made of metal. It'll heat up. It's true. And it did. It was good. So there you go. That's two pop culture references of cooking directly with the can. <laughs> yeah, that was my last charcoal experience. It actually went pretty well. <laughs> like everything lined up pretty well. I, I had a really extremely tough time getting it started. I think I used all the lighter fluid that I had left that day because I was like, just couldn't keep it. Couldn't keep it going for a while, to be honest, enough for the coals to heat up. But I had nothing else. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to make this work. Well, see, you had the time and effort to put into yeah. it that day. So, And as long as the chicken was cooked away, I didn't really give a crap if it tasted good or not. Because sure. it was literally just for me. That's about all I got. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, how are we looking on time there? <laughs> a little under an hour. So okay. a little on the shorter side today, but I'm sure you guys probably appreciate that. We talk a lot sometimes. Even though that's the whole point of this is us talking. Oh, uh... We could give out another Golden Dad Award. Oh, yeah? You got one? I got more than one. Let's keep one in the pocket for now. You're going (laughs) to laugh so hard when I say this. Okay. (laughs) It's a (laughs) cop-out. You're all the Golden Dads. This belated Father's Day, we'd like to give the Golden Dad Award to all the dads. Every dad. (laughs) So our first Golden Dad Award was to one person, and our second one was to every person. So now he's a two-time winner. (laughs) He's the first two-time Golden Dad Award. That was a little bit of a cop-out. It was. He <laughs> <laughs> said under an hour, and I was like, oh, we're going we're gonna to stretch this out a little bit. It was five seconds. <laughs> we, we did it then. We got to an hour. The plan worked. <laughs> um, <laughs> as always, <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, topics you want us to discuss, hit us up. Uh, at ask your dad pod at pretty much every social media platform or our personal ones because everyone that's listening to this actually knows us personally <laughs> as far as I know also we uh, forgot to shout out Matt and his family no you didn't you're doing it right now oh yeah hey guys thanks <laughs> we for didn't listening forget, we really up. appreciate you chime in let us know how the baby's doing yeah what a, hit us up you don't have to you don't have to interact on our ask your dad social media <laughs> you could just you could just text me or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just say hi once in a while. Miss you. Miss you. Thanks for listening. Pulling up real quick. Uh, every once in a while, I notice that we get a new international listener. So I'm just oh. trying to see. What's, uh... um, here are the current Ask Your Dad stats. All right. From the United States, we've had 302 total downloads. Oh, thanks, guys. From Germany, we've had 21. Thanks. One specific person, probably. Maybe. Uh, from the United Kingdom, we've had six. Ooh. From Australia, we've had three. Dananda. And we have one download <gasps> of one episode from India. Oh. So uh, there's only one download, and it's been there for a while, so they're not going to hear this because they clearly aren't listening anymore. Well, the, at least they tried. But I thought it was pretty cool. Um, our first episode did hit 100 downloads. So a hundred people gave us a chance. Roundabouts. Some of those are us. <laughs> it's true. Um, and our most recent episode is fourteen. Well, that's great. So not bad for our numbers, anyway. I was gonna say that is the spark that lights the the fire that of our grill <laughs> of our grill that whooshes <laughs> into the propane explosion. That is ask your dad. <laughs> So yeah, if you're if you're one of our people that still listen, we appreciate you. It's true. Um, I like to look at those numbers because I think it's neat that people from other countries listen to our voice at least once. Yeah, I don't know how long they stuck around the episode. We don't get metrics for that, but I thought it was pretty cool. It and, is cool. And then uh, also, I just like to look at that stuff. But really, we started this just so we could hang out and talk about dad stuff. And if it catches on, cool. And if it doesn't, who cares? It's true. I'm still enjoying it. Me too. Um, so yeah, once again, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah. 
And don't forget to communicate and set those expectations for what you want. Yeah. You can communicate with us and set your expectations for what you want in the show by hitting us up at (laughs) Ask Your Dad Pod on almost all social media platforms. And guess what? You're going to hear it again in the outro. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want, you can just personally message us because if you're listening to this, you probably just know us. There's a really high chance. Um, And if you're from India... I feel like there's enough information on our Facebook page that you could probably figure out and message us. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, I do just want to shout this out. Um, this is for later when we're listening to it ourselves. Uh, hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hope you're doing great. <laughs> I hope you're doing great, too. <laughs> All right. Oh, 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 wait, uh, oh, set your phone down, man. You're driving. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Is that for you or for me? It's for me, but now I feel like it's kind of for you, too. But mine's on a mount. I'm not touching it. Oh, okay. I guess it's okay, then. Don't set your phone down, or else... Stare at it constantly. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? Shout out to our wives. They're pretty cool. Yeah. She'll only hear this if I make make her listen to it, though. I don't think she listens on her own. Really? She's too busy. Mine does. She listens to... uh, medical things while she's reading about medical oh things <laughs> tell her to tune out she's already smart she'll figure it out <laughs> i've tried i've tried that <laughs> i usually hear some annoyed tones in her voice when she responds to me when i say that that's fair we don't know what we're talking about <laughs> we're not the smart ones <laughs> um <laughs> all right bye all right bye <laughs>